0: This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Wednesday, December the 16th, 2015. Hey, welcome to a hunt day with the Patriot Trading Group. My name's Homer Lopez and I welcome you... What do we do here? Wealth insurance, the physical delivery of gold and silver. Give us a call at one 800 951 or you can go check us out at allamericangold.com and get that news that's delivered with attitude in a world gone wild, the guy who sits down and gives you the truth. When the world is going wild and you just don't know who to listen to or who to turn to, I tell you... Underneath that shirt, there's a big red S, and it stands for silly. You were thinking Superman, (laughs) weren't you? His name's Joe Jaquin. He's the master of research. He breaks it all down, and I'm here to tell you he is the man with the attitude. Dude, what's going on this morning? How are you? Well, first of all, I hope everyone's having a a wonderful hump day
1: as we get the Christmas countdown. I'm going to tell you right now, it is a world gone mad. Today is the day. We are hours away.
0: Star Wars, I know. It's it just around <laughs> the corner, right? Oh, no, I like previews were late last night. Is that what you're talking about? Not
1: what I'm talking about. Oh, my about. bad. We're talking about something we haven't seen in almost a decade. Will they raise rates today? But that's, uh, I think that will happen. But here's what's going to be different. Do you really think they're going to happen? I think them? they are. Hello. And And I did, you know what? Let me rephrase that. They're going to, I believe, but they shouldn't. How's that? Well, that's an opinion. They They absolutely, positively are making a, well, let's face it, just another one, another mistake by these people. We've given them way too much control, way too much power. They've destroyed everything, and... Today is going to be another example of that. In one of the things that I've been telling you about, which was liftoff. Liftoff in gold, liftoff in silver. We needed them to do it, right? Obviously, when is gold and silver going to do well? When people think the Fed's making a mistake. And that's exactly what I think we're going to get this afternoon. Uh, The rally's already started. Gold's up over $13, $14. Silver's up almost 50 cents uh, an ounce. And I'm going to to kind of lay down what I believe is going to happen in a few hours from now. They're going to raise rates a quarter of a point or, I'm going to say or, or they're going to get to 25 basis points or that quarter point. Because right now, rates are somewhere between 0 in a quarter of a point. That's the, the correct term. We say it's zero, and it's actually like a tenth of a percent. They could, They may just say we're just going to go to 25 basis points, or they may raise the full 25 basis points. But the key is going to be in what they say is going to happen in the next 12 months in 12 months, ladies and gentlemen, and I try to to teach everybody this. It's such a short period of time. It's absolutely idiotic for the people that are supposed to be in charge of our financial well-being to look so short-term, but this is what they're going to do. When you go back through history, it is very important to understand the context of what the Fed has done over the decades. And we're going to do that today. We're going to lay it out for you. There is going to be, in my opinion, a very big change in the statements that uh, follow the announcement of the rate hike. And that is going to be, how many times is the Federal Reserve going to say they're going to hike? Because that's what they need to say. Right? Well, we're not just going to do one and done, or are they? But how many additional rate hikes are there going to be in 2016? When you look at all of the Fed cycles previous, everybody would look at it and say, well, at least four times. I mean, that's the minimum, because every time they've gone into these, what I'll call a tightening cycle, where they've said, we need to start raising rates, they raised them a quarter of a point every three months. And you go back to the last time when Alan Greenspan, after 9-11, we had the recession. He brought rates all the way down to 1%. They raised rates a quarter of a point all the way up until they got over four, from 1% to over 4%. Something like 13 or 14 times. But what we are going to hear from the Fed today, I believe, is that will not be the course of action. Matter of fact, I think the Fed is going to say, hey, we're going to take a long time here. We're doing this not because really we should. We're doing it because we feel like we have no choice. Because, really, when you look at the data, none of it supports a rate hike. No, you know, when when you look back through history, but that's a different argument. They're going to say, at most, at most, they may hike one or two times in 2016. That's what they're going to say. Forget about whether they're actually going to be able to do that or not. But this is why you're seeing the rally. This is why you're seeing gold move, silver move. Because now the Fed is going to have to come out and, and get us used to this new normal. And so we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But this is what I anticipate. That's what I'm seeing. I, I, I'm going to see a, a Federal Reserve that's going to come out and, and do its best to say, yeah, we did it, but don't expect a lot more from us. And and they've already started giving a lot of these statements. This is not the old Federal Reserve. And when you think about it, all of the previous tightening cycles, you've gotten the Fed funds rate that would always exceed 4%. We're at zero. So when you look at 4%, that would be 16 quarter of a point rate hikes. Now, the Fed only meets eight times a year, and then when you factor that in and you, you look at um, when they have press conferences is when they only like to, to raise rates, that only happens four out of the eight times. So that's why I say most people say, well, four times a year is when they can do it. We'll talk all about that later, and we got some economic data, too.
0: Welcome back, everybody. Give us a call at 1 800 951 0592. Joe, I got to tell you, all of this anticipation on whether or not they're going to raise rates. Well, we forgot to mention that last night, the fifth Republican presidential debate uh, uh, happened. And if you're keeping score, so far, the winner of the most Republican re- deb- debates is Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Because I'm here to tell you, I don't know if you watched any of that last night. I didn't. I'm
1: I'm done with them. I'm done with them for until we get uh, our nominee. Right.
0: The primaries.
1: After the primaries are over, whoever the nominees are, then I'll watch again.
0: Doctor Ben, who? That's the first thing I'm going to tell you. It's like he wasn't there. Okay. I, I am just here to tell you what I didn't watch the whole thing, but I'm here to tell you that was the first thing. Second thing, all of a sudden Jeff uh, Jeff Bu- or Jeb Bush, little Moxie on him, you Jeff know, Bush. getting all up in the grill of the Trumpster, you know. But more than anything, they all just cannot uh, represent themselves well enough. And I'll, I'll just say this: I read that, you know, that isn't my original joke. Hillary Clinton, man.
1: Well, we've said that. By for the way, a long, do the Democrats
0: ever debate? Okay, as you work. Oh, so
1: anyway, we're getting into the big news of the day. And just to finish up the thought, so the Fed has eight meetings a year. So there's eight different times that they could announce a, a, a move in rates, higher or lower. But only four of those times, so every other meeting, they have a press conference where Janet Yellen can come out and talk. So normally, unless we're in extraordinary times, those are the only meetings where most people say something's going to happen. So that is why this four times is the standard. And we're going to, and we're expecting to have something much less than that. But I just wanted to, because it's been so long, the last time the Fed raised rates, And it's hilarious. This is how wrong that they really, truly were and are, and how clueless and how, I I guess, um, disassociated from the real economy these people are. It was June of 2006. And in June of 2006, and Homer can uh, testify to this. Arizona was almost a year in to the housing crash that they never saw was coming. They were still raising rates. Matter of fact, they were out saying, by the way, we're going to raise rates again in August of 06. And of course, within six months of that last rate hike, Wall Street wasn't going to open.
0: Well, remember (laughs) this.
1: Bailouts
0: everywhere. Remember this. Joe's exactly right. Phoenix, Arizona was still doing those, and they are the ones that were most – Phoenix is one of the most devastated from the crashes. Though.
1: But but when you look at what was going on back then, the number one song was by Taylor Hicks, which Homer said to me was an American Idol. American Idol winner, I believe, Taylor okay. Hicks. Do I Make You Proud, and then Nelly Furtado, she had one called Man Eater. Yeah. And Nelly the Verdato, lovely lady, the two big movies out were Click, Adam Sandler, and Fast and Furious, and because there are so many of those, Vin this Diesel, was Tokyo Drift. The on the equity side, the last time the Federal Reserve raised rates, do you know where the S and P was? And this is really telling about why Wall Street. Is in so much trouble. The S P was at twelve hundred and seventy three. It's at like two thousand right now. So think about that. They had just raised rates. Uh, I want to say it was to four and a half. It was either four and a quarter, four and a half, four and three quarters. But it was over four percent the federal funds rate. Which, by the way, will never see that again until we're getting ready for currency collapse this was at a time when they they actually thought you know 4% 4 to 5% then let's say 4 to 6% that was the nor- the old normal rate and the S&P was at 1273 700 plus points lower than what it is today and they're and the funny thing about that is, you would almost say, "Well, God, if they were going to raise rates, shouldn't the S and P kind of be about where it was before?" But instead, now it's seven hundred points higher. The ten-year note was at five point two. If we had a ten-year note at <laughs> five point two, right now it's at two point. Let's say two point two somewhere around there maybe 2.3 you'd be adding I'm trying to do the math in my head here really quick but you'd be adding hundreds of billions of dollars to our national debt almost not quite a trillion the euro was at a dollar 27 today it's at about a dollar 9 the commodities market. The last time the Fed raised rates, and this is funny thing because you always think that raising rates would be bad for gold. It's not. Gold was six hundred dollars the last time uh, the Fed was raising rates. Oil, by the way, was seventy three dollars. Oil is thirty five dollars and change. Another five million barrels. We got so much oil; it's everywhere. Housing starts. This ought to be, you know what I loved about this number? Because this number just came out today. The number for today was 1.15 million. And, and that includes, and mo- most of that 1 million is apartments, multi-family units, dominating The new or the, yeah, well, the housing starts number. Just to to give you how small of a number this number is. Housing starts in June of 2006 were 2.25 million. We're essentially today that the number, and they're thinking, hey, this is a pretty good number, this 1 million. This 1.1 million, we are exactly half from where we were in 2006, and this is something. It really points to a stark contrast of how bad this recovery truly is. And and the and what makes this number worse, this 1.1 million number, is it's almost all apartment buildings. It's actually not even homes. Stock market bubble was taking place in Saudi Arabia. This was the (laughs) headline. (laughs) It (laughs) wasn't here. It was in Saudi Arabia. Oh, and and one was forming in China. A word that nobody had ever heard of before quantitative easing had never been heard of. Never had been done. The last time that the Federal Reserve raised rates, and here was something—this was the most shocking one. There was no such thing as an iPhone. That is what?
0: Yeah, what? There was no
1: iPhone. The last time the Federal Reserve raised rates,
0: boy, the world is moving fast, man.
1: <laughs> that- We're on iPhone six. <laughs> <laughs> Right, Apple's like, we break six times, we're on iPhone 6. What, what, what's wrong with these guys? That right there is a fascinating fact. We thought that was, that one really struck me as well. The
0: evolution of uh, uh, of intellectual property that has turned into communication you know, th- devices Think is about amazing. this. Well,
1: remember now,
0: Here is another one of these
1: falsehoods that technology was going to drive the 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 engine that is the American economy, there and I think I I would say hands down, Apple was the right. I this I that Apple anything has just been huge. Right? You don't know anybody. There's I don't know maybe there's still a few, but. There's almost, a, there's almost to the point. There's not a family in America today that at least one person, if not the entire family, has Apple products.
0: Whether it be an iPad, whether it be a, iPad, uh, iPhone, I, I i Nano, somebody something right. that plays music. And then there's the iWatch. Then there's the music industry alone that is combined with Apple, and that's where you stream and download all your music. You download your movies. Apple itself is an amazing leader in the charge of technology in how it's changed our daily life. And yet,
1: they haven't raised rates since before the iPhone came into existence. We have over 20 million more people on food stamps in that time. Right? The average American actually is making less money today than before the introduction of the iPhone. And you sit there and you think about, think about all the, the trading on Wall Street and how bad it is. Right? We just saw the latest wave, like, Lynch laying off, Goldman Sachs laying off. They're all laying off because nobody is in these markets and they're talking about lack of liquidity and all this other stuff and bond funds imploding. And you think about when you go back and you look at rate hike cycles, we've never seen a rate hike in this type of an environment. We have never seen a rate hike where the GDP You have to, and I'll say, we've got a spruced up 2% GDP. And I mean spruced up because according to the government, because that's where the numbers come from, every warehouse in America is stuffed with inventory. And that is how we've we've gotten to this glorified 2% GDP number. Then you look at uh, ISM data, which is negative. The Fed has never, well, they, uh, I take that back, one time in 1985, and that was a wink-wink, nod-nod deal, because it wasn't negative when they raised them, but then it got revised to negative after the fact. We're negative right now. They've never done it before. And and this is the the air of desperation. Because really the only thing that, that worries them is we don't have any bullets in the gun. We already know we're this quote-unquote expansion's on borrowed time, right? They pulled out, and listen, this is the thing that nobody wants to admit to. I'm going to tell you right now, in the next three years, you're going to see all kinds of data get all kinds of revision. This trumped-up 2% GDP, we're going to find out wasn't real. All of this great unemployment data, we're going to find out it wasn't real. And we're going to sit here, and, and this is what I believe. I believe they already know the recession's coming. And this is an act of desperation to try to be able to say, no, we can do something about it. Here's what's coming. And I don't care if they raise rates, don't raise rates, what the statement says, what it doesn't say. Rates are going to go to zero. They're going to go to zero everywhere. Rates are going to go negative everywhere. Including right here. You're going to hear more about quantitative easing, a word that was not even in the vocabulary 10 years ago. Unfortunately, and this is what you all need to get through in, 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 into your psyche, that's not where it ends. That's going to be where it starts. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour. Hours away uh, from the Fed. Gold's up $14 right now, $1,077. Silver is up $0.41, $14.15. Uh, the Dow has been giving up gains. It's now uh, just up 10 points. Crude oil down a $1.62, $35.73. As they said, some, some crazy number, like 6 billion more barrels of crude in inventory. That's part of the inventory number, right? All that crude in inventory just just blowing up all over the place. The Did you see, I don't know if you saw this or not, if you go out to allamericangold.com, uh, you'll see it up on the website. Do you know that, la- uh, I want to say the last year that they've got the records, and I want to say it was a 2013 number, that we allowed 1 million people in on work visas in the United States? And something like another, another million-plus in uh, legalized immigration for the year, you know, so that's, you figure, some over, well over two million people coming from somewhere else, but a million-plus on these H-1B visas.
0: And that's one of the reasons people tune in and go to our website is to find out, you know, what are the stats? Right, what are the because, Cause you know what, you don't
1: hear it. You really don't hear. Do you, I mean, where in the news media do you hear? Oh, by the way, they gave out a billion of these.
0: What's interesting about that is this whole uh, Donald Trump wanting to exile uh, and not let Muslim Muslims come into the country. You know, do you know how many Muslims there are in the world? I don't. Uh, I I'm gonna guess.
1: I I'm gonna go with uh, maybe a billion.
0: Would that um, like 1.2 billion.
1: 1.2 billion. And, okay and so, so there is this they're
0: one seventh of the population right and so do you know how many and this is this is uh through um data given by the government by uh that that's that's out there online how many of them are considered extremists i don't twenty five percent
1: okay and yeah, wow, yeah, that's—I yeah. would have never have said a number that high. And,
0: and so I understand, you know, the, the the debate that's out there on whether Donald Trump's words are harsh or whatever. But the bottom line is this: is our these people are getting vetted. Some of the the gal in San Bernardino, she was vetted, but guess what? You can only go so far. Well, you you hear can ridiculous
1: you sit- stuff like they didn't even look at their social media. Right, as part of the vetting process to right. see if they were tweeting out or, what I don't know, Facebooking. Right,
0: right, right. Or, or I mean, what, what are they supposed to do, stick a microphone in their brain? At least 3 million
1: foreign nationals were granted
0: work permits,
1: work visas, and green cards in 2013, most of them from Mexico, China, and India or the, the latter there, you can guess what they were here to do. Well, the 2014 numbers have not been disclosed. Here's what the breakdown came in at. One million of them got green cards with, with work organ, uh, authorization. Because sometimes you get a green card, but they say you can't work. So that's a million people got green cards and said, hey, go get a job. If you want a job, go get one. One million... Employment based non immigrant visas for foreign.
0: You said they're from – Well, those are the
1: three biggest.
0: The three biggest. I get that. But uh, my question is that as an American citizen at Walmart, as whatever, and you're standing in line next to a person who doesn't speak English, and, and I'm not talking Mexico non-English. I'm talking – holy cow, what are they speaking? What Middle Eastern country is that? What 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 uh, Arabic country is that? What is it, and where do they live? How did they get there? What is the process that they're going to, and what office do they go to in downtown Phoenix, Oklahoma City, Minneapolis, Minnesota, to go and get that green card? It's a great question. Because it's we're talking question. about three I, I, I'm going to, even I. Our government is only going to get bigger when we want it to get smaller just to process the immigrants. Even
1: I was like, wow, come on. That sounds like a ridiculous number, but yet there it is. And then I start thinking about ASU, their uh, Arizona State University, for those of you that are not familiar. According to, uh, and I'm going to use Homer as my source here, ASU is the
0: second largest college populated college by enrollment so by the enrollment. second largest by enrollment Ohio State's number 1 ASU's number 2 and that may have changed this year we may be number 1 So but big school okay big college 65,000 students 6,000 graduated was it this week I believe uh, they walked over the last few So days, over yes. the
1: sometime in the last uh, in December here and I went Six, on Thousand, and this is just, well, granted, it's a big school, but this is just from one place. Right, and just so you know... That's not U of A, that's not NAU, that's not Grand Canyon, that's not Colorado, Colorado State, that's not UCLA, USC, Ohio that's State, That's not Michigan, New York University,
0: that's not Wisconsin University, and like most colleges, they have three graduating dates. A fall graduation date, a spring graduation date, and a summer graduation date. And here we are, now the population at some of these schools is so big, they're having a winter graduation well, date. Well, think
1: about this. Now you start thinking about all of these colleges. ASU just graduated 6,000. I'm thinking a simple number has to be close. What Maybe 600,000? Maybe a billion? People just earned their degrees, most of them with massive debt. And then you find out that oh, by the way, we just let three million people into the country to ch- compete with you for these jobs.
0: Oh, and by the way, those six thousand—if they paid the average cost of tuition, that's one hundred and eighty million dollars in loans just to ASU right. students. Yeah, bank wins. Patriot
1: Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. As we sit hours away You know there's a few things that we know One We know that the Best part of The recovery Is already behind us Right we we all know This this re- Cycle that we're in we're, we're in The last stages of it Matter of fact we did the show the other day If you go back uh, in the United States' history in these recovery cycles. There's been 33 of them. And, and you think about it, you're like, that's not that many. And you got to remember, these cycles last anywhere from five to seven years, five to eight years. This cycle has already been longer, this recovery cycle, than 29 of the 33 recovery cycles that this nation has seen. So we know we're already, the the best part of it is gone. And then I I, I said to you, what, what do we have to look forward to? Rates going back to zero, that's a given. I'm here to tell you negative rates are going to be here. You're going to see, you know, Homer talked about Hillary Clinton. She was out with her best friend, Warren Buffett, yesterday. She's already on record. For those of you that are fortunate enough to have made 250000 your household, so if you and your wife both pull in one twenty-five or more, she's going to raise your taxes. The new number... 43.6 or 43.9 percent that's just with your federal piece that's not gonna be and unfortunately that sounds like a huge dumper that's not even gonna cover anything that's just to cover things that she wants to spend. right because she's got all these initiatives reducing the cost of college, uh, free free child care, you know, for all the people that come into the country and all that other, you know, feel-good stuff. Doesn't talk about Social Security or Medicare or Medicaid or any of the things that are really important. But that's just going to be the beginning. That's not going to be the end this next cycle down 0% was the end this cycle right bailouts and the Fed balance sheet quantitative easing 4.5 trillion dollars on their balance sheet a national debt remember at its peak was what one and a half trillion dollars in a single year those are going to be those are going to be the new starting points we're going to immediately go to zero we're going to immediately go to quantitative easing we're going to immediately go to trillion plus dollar deficit but that's the beginning I'm not, I, that's bad enough, but I'm not worried about the beginning. What we all need to be thinking about is what's the end? How negative are the rates going to be? How much are you going to be charged to have your electronic credit in the bank? Notice how I didn't say money. Fiat money. You know, we did G. Edward Griffin, the first piece of what money is and why commodity money made so much sense, and particularly why gold made so much sense, and talked about how we could measure it. Right? We knew how much there was you know, simple concepts like that. Today we have no idea how much money's out there. Nobody knows. How much debt is really out there. We know what they admit to. Right? The Federal Reserve admits to four and a half trillion. The government admits to nineteen trillion. But we all know that there's these things they call them dark pools <laughs> that have seven hundred trillion dollars of derivatives. To put that in perspective, every single cent that comprises the United States GDP is inflated as it is, isn't even eighteen trillion dollars. So how could we have $700 trillion? And that's just, who knows if that's even the right number. It could be more than that. And when all of that comes crashing down, and the funny thing is, is they want you to, oh, that won't happen. Right? Do you think the Germans thought it was going to happen in the Weimar Republic? Of course they didn't. You think Argentina thought, you thought, do you think that people in Greece, the last time the Federal Reserve raised rates, thought their banks would be frozen? That they wouldn't be able to go to the ATM and get out money? Do you think they thought that? Of course not. And a matter of fact, Greece has TV shows too that say, it's okay, don't worry, it's fine. Buy your stocks, put your money in the bank, it'll be great. You better have something, at least part of something, that's not in that system. And that's where we come in. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Final segment on a Fed Wednesday. The Dow is trying to stay above water. They're all a surprise crude bill. I don't know what they're surprised about. I've been telling you for a month how much crude oil is floating around outside of Galveston. Uh, But it was a, I guess, a bigger than normal rise. Got crude oil back below $36. Uh, Gold's up $14 right now, $1,076 in change. Uh, silver at $14.15, up 41 cents. Got a nice little special for you today. Uh, talking about the holiday time and, and really feel fortunate uh, with how tight supplies have been. Uh, U.S. $10 Liberty gold pieces. These are the old 1866 to 1907 for $625. That's another one of these occasions where you can get two $10 pieces fractional gold pieces for less than a $20 gold piece. Always a great deal, which is you're learning. Always a great opportunity when you can buy fractionals for less than you can buy uh, the 20. So two tens or well even one 10 they're six hundred and twenty five dollars. We've got about seventy five of them, so limit twenty at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. There are a few rolls of silver Eagles left. They're three hundred and sixty five dollars today. And then I've got a we got a another batch of Morgan dollars. And these are these are the this is the nicest batch we've gotten by far. Uh and we have some of those. Those right now are at four hundred and twenty dollars a roll. So if you want some old Morgan dollars, uh they're four twenty. A few of the Silver Eagle rolls what's left of them at three sixty five, and then the uh, Just a great opportunity on $10 gold pieces at $625 a piece. If I'm right, and we get a, let's call it what they like to call it, the dovish Fed, where forget about four rate hikes the next year, maybe two, maybe none, I think we're going to see, just like I've been saying, I think we're going to get this gold rally after the rate hike, the exact opposite. That's what the markets like to do, right? The exact opposite of what's supposed to happen is what usually happens. Uh, So just a great opportunity to get in at 800-951-0592, and then we'll, of course, be back tomorrow. And I guess we'll break down exactly what it is that the Federal Reserve said, what the ramifications are for the country. And we'll talk more about what money is and what's happened to it. And then more importantly, what is going, what's coming down the pipe? And unfortunately, even 43%, 44%, 45% taxes, none of that's going to be enough. And eventually, what I fear is the, the one place where there is a bunch of money, that's yeah, in those big bank accounts with those big banks. Patriot Radio News Hour. Everyone have a great Wednesday. We'll talk to you tomorrow.